Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another rousing rendition of my favorite show and hopefully yours soon, the Bredren Podcast. That's Bred spelled B-R-E-A-D-R-E-N, Bredren, because uh, we always talking about our bread and we always getting bread. Um, and you heard me say we, I always have to introduce my illustrious co-host. We're short one right now, possibly today. We don't know. He may join us, but fatherly duties and family duties always call first. So shout out to the brother Destrin Wells. But I am joined by the illustrious Dr. Ajamu Loving, PhD, CFP. Those letters mean something. Google them and you'll find out. But the man's good with money. That's all I can say. How you doing, Dr. Loving? Well, hello there, A&J. How you doing, uh, brother? <laughs> hey, not to be confused with the irking jerk, but I'm great, man. Look. <laughs> Hey man, it's good. It's good to be on with you. It's been always a minute. A pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, you know the you know uh, business is booming. We shall say for for everybody. It's uh, I have deemed it a season of power for for all uh, within our touch, reach, and voice. It's a season of power. You know uh, what I, I love, love to see us prosper. What, what I is love, that? I, I love the fact that as a as evidence of that power, we are on right now because. There were fans and supporters who said and demanded, quite frankly, that we come on. So much so that even without our third ready to go, we said, you know what, we better do this. Gotta give because something. hey, we got we, we gotta put hey, they can't they came to see us. Ain't none of us oldest. They just <laughs> <laughs> and for those people, we definitely appreciate y'all. Yeah, uh, you know, do. we just we call that ex- we call it external accountability. Uh, That's it. Uh, because as, as as a producer of this of this podcast, I will say it is it is tough time wrangling wrangling people who are busy, including myself. And so uh, we heard we heard the calls and the cries, and we are here to answer that. And hopefully, we don't disappoint. Uh, but in typical brethren fashion, uh, we don't like to have these conversations without libations so that we have no limitations on telling you all the truth. Uh, so Dr. Levin, what are you uh, sipping on today? I'm thinking of my, my homeland from my grandmother's side, and I'm mm. drinking this uh, Broken Thorn Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Well, would you look on at that? the rocks. Well, would it's you look a, at that? Well, yes. would you look at that? I, uh, I, I'm, I'm here. Uh, they, they won't see this one. We're not, we're not releasing the video of this one. Um, but I am drinking out of my uh, Tuskegee Airmen. Uh, yeah, I see it though. Uh, receptacle yeah, it shot glass. Uh, yeah. But I'm also uh, paying homage to Kentucky. I have a few horses that are residing there. Maker's Mark uh, 46. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know what? Excuse me, moi. Huh. You know, we're, we're both in the land. We're both in the land of bluegrass and fried chicken today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, put, put hot sauce on my escargot. Of course. Of <laughs> course. Much. I appreciate that. Um, but in, in typical bread fashion, uh, cheers to a wonderful conversation. Uh, bread being baked and crumbs being dropped, and hopefully people can enjoy both of them. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Uh, but uh, we've had we've had a few a uh, few cocktail convos uh, in between yeah. our initial episode to kick off this season, which we said we were going to be deliberate about uh, tackling the three L's: longevity, uh, legacy, and liquidity. Not in that order, not, not in any particular order. Yeah. And the first episode we we, we tackled legacy, and we, I think we did a a wonderful job. If you have not heard the episode, please go back uh, and listen to it. Um, uh, so today, uh, I did want to go ahead and, and, and look at the longevity of things, uh, because in my brief and, uh, hasty, uh, prep for this episode, y- 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 y'all know, we like to be organic. We don't like to plan. Doc don't even know what we talking about. He, he's finding out not. real time right now. Live. This is what is happening. <laughs> that we're going to talk about longevity. Okay. Um, but I, I looked up the definition of longevity and what what uh, surprised me kind of sort of is, you know, when we say longevity, I, I get a sense of what we are already talking about. Right. I I'm thinking of what I found out is kind of humans secondary definition of it that's not really recognized. Uh, but longevity, according to Miriam Webster, is long duration of individual life. Uh, and long continuance, permanence, or durability, but it's mostly 
always in terms of life, like your actual life expectancy. Mm -hmm. uh, but as humans, we have taken it to also be uh, to describe the useful, quote unquote, life of things. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I know for us, when we speak longevity, we're speaking in terms Honestly, also, you know, it, it, it rolls into legacy. But, Doc, if mm -hmm. you will, in your eloquent way, help us to really embrace what longevity means, uh, what you think it means, even to yourself, or what you think it should mean mm -hmm. in terms of our conversations. Well, you know what? I, I don't want to restate the definition, but it, it's kind of dead on. It, you know, longevity is is the life of someone or something or some being or some idea. Um, things tend to go through some development phase where they are, um, you know, in their, in their infancy and then they spring up and have some resiliency. And then that idea takes hold and it, it eventually sometimes dominates and it can do that for a period of time. And then at some point, civilizations change and those ideas fade and new ideas come along and those are typically more progressive ideas but the interesting thing is there you always there's always this movement in terms of in terms of a progression towards new ideas so That's longevity the, longevity rolls so, with, with with progression in terms of just keeping keeping an ideal or a mindset or a paradigm in motion I, so that it doesn't end. I think that all humans are aware of their mortality mm. and become more aware the longer they live and the more they see. And I'll say as a person who's reached the age that I have and who's now had to bury, you know, a stepfather, that type of thing, you start to see some different things that uh, shape your view of mortality. They make you recognize time differently. They make you operate with a certain urgency. And so that when you think about longevity, longevity is a... Um, <laughs> It's not a luxury. It's something that must be planned for, right? For your for your own life, so that you can be both useful and wealthy, and enjoy yourself, and leave a legacy, and all of those elements that we talk about, right? But all of that takes provision, and it takes planning, and it takes an execution of a plan, right? That's that's really what it comes down to. Do you really believe it enough to actually? Um, start to put something in place to go there, right? So what? So what I'm hearing is in in terms of longevity and in, in in the context of life itself mm -hmm. is long duration of life. Um, yeah, but also but longevity is like longevity of your wealth can be an an important element of that, right? Right. What do we think of when we think about the traditional? Um, work cycle, right, or life cycle in general of economics. What do you do? You go uh, and start off um, making a low wage and learning and gaining human capital that makes you more valuable, and eventually you hit a wage where now you can earn more than you need to spend to maintain a good quality of life, and you can save and you can invest and you can leverage yourself and you can move forward. And then at some point you recognize, hey, I want to be able to sit and put my feet in the pool and not have to worry about this next report or what is going to happen overnight in China, right? And what do you do? You go ahead and you decide to sit down and you start to look at how you can live and the level of comfort you can have based on the assets you've acquired and the investments you've made and the returns those have had and how well you've performed over time because you've been a, a solid steward of the funds that you had and you made those funds work as hard for you is you had to work for them twice as hard because they don't need to sleep. Those types of things. And so when you apply that type of discipline to what you're doing, you can't be surprised when you end up in a good place. You know? So so let me be madcap, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> can we can 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 I be can I be so bold as to say that longevity uh, can also be described as immediate legacy? 
Because I know, you know we, when, we, when we talked about Can legacy, you leave a about... legacy if you have not planned for your long-term self? Can you really, do you really, other than saying I'm going to end my life prematurely, you can't say with any absolute certainty that you'll be able to leave anything for anybody if you have not adequately provided for yourself. Because you see, yeah, it feeds into it. Mm -hmm. I see people all the time talking about like, oh, I want a 529 plan. Because see, I messed up my life. I got all these student loans and I didn't do what I was supposed to do in the end of fall. So I'm thinking about my kid. I don't want them to go through that. So I'm going to set up a 529 plan so that now they could be in a position where I start taking care of their college. And all, all I can say, and I've said this before before to these people, is like, you know, that's that is a beautiful place for you to, you know, to, to think about your kid, right? Like, because I understand that. I have, I have my own daughter, right? I want the absolute best for her too. So I understand that feeling that every parent has that I want to do what's absolutely best for her, no matter what. And hey, we will kill ourselves. That man, how many times have you watched a movie? My brother. My brother. How many times have you watched a movie that is not a movie that you wanted to watch because a young person wanted you to watch it? And not only did she want to watch the movie, she wanted you to watch it next to her. Hey, let me tell you something, man. I have, you got a I have seen, you got a princess. I have seen I got one the of them. movie <laughs> in Canto. <laughs> 1,357 times. Do you talk about Bruno? Yeah, look, at this point, we talking about it. At you this point, about we talking about it. Bruno got to be exposed. <laughs> look, we I didn't hear it all. When I get, when, whenever we get in my car, we immediately have to play it. And to the point that if she gets in her Nana's car, oh Tia's car, her mama's car, and they don't have it, she's like, well, why not? Because daddy's car plays. We don't talk about right. Bruno. Listen, right. this look, that song has longevity. And there you go. It's got legacy. It's got all the elements that we're talking about, man. This I like, is- I like that, I like that, you know, so far we've we've already established uh subconsciously that you really have to balance the focus on each on each L, on each one of these these legs of this tripod that we call in a stool and a foundation of liquidity, longevity, and legacy. Because if you focus so much on the legacy, you have no longevity. You'll burn yourself right. out trying to, you know, trying to prepare right. for the future that you have nothing in place for when you finally get a break to chill out. And it's like, well, you know what? I don't even have nothing set aside for myself. But my, you know, but my future straight, which is cool. But if there's one thing that I've learned, man, is like so much of what we leave behind is not just the material, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's it's how you lived, right? And if you live with passion and if you live with love and you live real, then the people who you cared about saw that. And they were able to see an authentic life lived, right? You showed them that and you showed them that they could do that and they could be themselves and they could be loved and they could be desired and they could be successful and they could be themselves, right? Like that is an example because people remember some of what you say. But man, when you live your life like that and you're not, you know, lying to yourself and lying to other people and you being real, then it shows. Yeah, man. Remember exactly what you do. It'd be like, he always said this, but he was doing this. Yeah. And and you think about it. People can be, you can be those people who are, are drinkers. And they're like, you don't never need to do this. How many people <laughs> have you seen? Yeah, the uncle doing all the drugs. And I, don't, don't you never? Now, like, I will admit, if you see that example and it's like, you know it's, what? Yeah, yeah, I should look, do well. Uncle, call, like, look, man, there are, there are know, some examples you should see and right? definitely not follow. <laughs> some so, examples you see, you like, but 
But you nah, make it look like, fun. I'm a, <laughs> right. But when some I of them examples, you like, hey, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't need to do that what? at all. You know what I don't like as a grown man? I don't like a balloon over like a like the, the little drain on the side of the street. I don't like that. I'm a grown it, man. It has you terrified. I'm a grown man. I avoid all forms of complete foolishness. And all I know is why is it a balloon over the drain? Hey, look, that look, but look, my brother, my brother. Mm-hmm. That's just part of having melanin in your skin because <laughs> that movie don't work. That movie don't work. Mm-mm. Otherwise, and if you know what I know, you know, you know. Is it look? If Doctor Jamu Loving is in that movie as a child, even that movie doesn't go the same. Why? <laughs> Why is the question that comes to mind? Why even, <laughs> sir? It's raining. We ain't going outside in the rain. Nah. Your mama, look, your mama not let you do that. Let's just be real about it. <laughs> we right. can take that to yeah, a whole grand, tangent. Right. Um, grand, grand stains alone. <laughs> off the strength of that, just in, on, off, look, in the beginning. You're I, not going outside no more for the week. <laughs> the longevity of your pl- of your outside career has been, uh, you, you, you are now grounded. I wonder if kids still get whoopings for grand stains. <laughs> I mean, I did run and slide on my knees. I knew what I was doing. I mean, when I did. It. I'm gonna be but, honest with you. I don't think you know, unless unless yeah, unless they really are in an outdoor activity, home, I don't think too many of them are going outside like that no more. You know, but you know, that's a whole nother side tangent um, that we can we can introduce in our new podcast series called uh, "Uncles the on the Back Porch." Right, that's gonna be the one where we sell a laundry detergent. Like, what right. happened to the grass thing? So then, <laughs> next thing you know, we're gonna be talking about some kind of detergent. We're gonna get fancy then. I'm gonna buy a hat. You ain't gonna see this ball head no more. It's gonna so be look, all kinds of beautiful dogs speaking into existence. We're gonna get sponsored by Tide. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Tide Pods. Don't uh, eat them, yeah. just put yeah, them in the shit. <laughs> right, look, exactly. we're going off on a whole tangent, okay. but come on, yeah. Back to business. We talking about longevity here, um, but you made you made you definitely made a lot of good points in terms of how you know longevity does feed into legacy, mm-hmm. uh, and then also pointing out the 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 delicate nature of balancing the three L's. It's a three legged stool if we if we talking in terms of liquidity, uh, longevity, and legacy. I think I explained it once in a prior episode and and I talked about it um, like the announcement that you receive from the flight attendants as you're getting ready to take off. Typically, Mm. this is happening as you're taxiing or like right before you get started. And they say, you know, if the cabin loses pressure, oxygen masks will fall from the ceiling, secure the oxygen mask. Around your nose and mouth, and around your in the back of your head, and breathe deeply, and oxygen will flow through the mask. If yep. you're traveling with a child or an elderly person, secure the mask on your face first. Mm-hmm. Then attend to the child or the elderly person. Let's, that. Let's, let's be honest about it. You can you can focus so much on legacy that you in turn in 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 in, in you sabotage your retirement. There's no you, you sabotage your lo- your longevity even. You know yeah, you you so focused it, on the future and grinding yeah. and grinding and grinding. Let's well, like I got to a point a while ago, some years ago, where I stopped using the word grind. Like, because it was, you know, it had, you know, it can have a negative connotation. You're grinding something, you're wearing it down. Dude, and is that, that's, is that how you want to feel? Yeah, do you want to feel is, about down? what it is that you do to create impact and productivity that feeds you and your family? Like, back in the day, People did farm, and let's be real. So they can also create a sense of resentment too, because now all you every time the child do something, the legacy does something. You like you don't even know what I'm doing for y'all. I'm you know I'm I'm grinding it. I'm grinding. I'm grinding. Because you're not because you're not living your life. Mm -hmm. And and what good is longevity if there's no quality to it? Mm -hmm. I don't want to do something long and horrible. QOL: The quality of life is a conversation that often gets overlooked because we're so busy grind it yeah 
And you uh, look, you know, and it's not Christmas time, but look, the entire point of Ebenezer Scrooge, it was, you know, it wasn't that he was just a guy who hated Christmas. No, this man had everything and didn't even recognize it at all, you know, and didn't bother to value the people who were trying to love him, despite the fact that he was a miser. And the reason he was a miser was because of fear. And fear cripples people, even people who could otherwise be very powerful. Fear has crippled me in my life at certain times. And if we're honest, most of us can can and probably will say fear has crippled us and kept us from making the decision we should have made, ending a relationship we should have ended, quitting a job we should have quit, leaving a church that didn't respect us, all of these types of things, but we took it. Fear, you, fear says, and even just speaking because, up for yourself in a oh, meeting, well, you know, it don't if, even have to be quitting the job. Just did you nah, speak? Or did I, I should have spoke up for myself in that meeting when they said right. whatever. You don't even do that. It's yeah. it. it, it it is, you know, it is, I think, you know, it's, I know somebody said it before, but fear is, you know, number one killer of dreams. The yeah. secondary killer is doubt, which doubt can be fear. But if it's external doubt, it ain't fear. But then it could be fear because they scared to see you fail. They scared to see you fail. You scared to see you fail. Fear is it. Yeah, man. Fear is the root of all evil. I said it. I mean, it. it it drives uh, it drives a lot of the things that we that we experience so negatively in this country it drives a lot of racism true there's a reason that they Fear were being able replaced. to do that birth of a nation movie in the 1920s and Jenna fear in the entire country about some impending invasion of black savages who wanted to ravage white women and they made that real for people you know, filmed in a farm. I forgot where. I just, I you know, what's crazy is I just saw a documentary about the the making of that movie, maybe like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went to the farm and all of that because the making of that movie was it was a thing in itself because they had a you know there, there was a point in the making and all of that stuff. So it was, sure. it was a, um, but the. I mean, the, the resurgence of the clan came out of that movie, right? And that's something, man. I've been, I've been on, I've been on my kick lately, where I've, uh, you know, and I'll say this publicly because I, you know, we're honest here. We, I, I yeah, man. I, yes. I, I, I gave Doc a name for what we do. I won't say it here, but you know, we do tell the truth. We don't, you know, we don't sugarcoat. We're, we're honest here I, in terms I of the subject that we're talking about, life, business, and just you know, being better. We're not going to sugarcoat it and make it seem like, oh, all you got to do is go get yourself an LLC and you and your kids will be straight and get you some life insurance. Uh-huh. No, there are obstacles to overcome. There are barriers yeah. of entry that are put in place. Um, fear is obviously a, a grand hurdle yeah. for a lot of people. Um, getting out of certain situations in order to be able to put yourself in a better position for any of the L's is a whole nother thing. Um, but I graduated, yeah, attended, and grew up in. The, I grew up in Tuskegee, Alabama. Everybody, you know, if you if you listen, you know that. And I graduated from Tuskegee University. Um, what and I never, did you? I did. I did. Okay. I didn't know if they knew it or not. Oh. <laughs> and Doc is, you know, an alumnus of Morehouse so, College. You know, but um, and you know what? You're welcome for mentioning it. I could have not. Am, but I, I am a Morehouse <laughs> man. Thank you for. <laughs> I mean, um, no, you couldn't. The rocks would cry out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but I had I had never actually fully read up from slavery, and you know, if you ask a lot of alumni, most of us probably didn't, unless you were a uh, uh, what do you call it? like people who like books bibliophiles you know people who just like reading books or the studious students who read it because it was uh, you did have to do a project at some point on monday still do you had to do a project uh book report on up from slavery um so you know unless you were those you you found your cliff notes and you went on about your business much like i um but 
I recently took a few uh, road trips that were going to be more than an hour or two. So I, uh-huh. you know, I got the, uh, I got the audio book and I listened uh-huh. to it and I listened to, uh, up from slavery souls of black folk by W.E.B. Du Bois, um, the narrative and the li- uh, life and times and the narrative of Frederick Douglass. I'm, I'm, I think I'm saying the name mm-hmm. of the book wrong, but that, um, yeah. but just kind of, you know, getting into the historical context of, of, of who I consider people who overcame much more than what I perceive that we ever have to in our lifetimes. Right. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, Booker D. Washington had to sleep on the streets of Hampton because, you know, he had a yeah. to stay and he couldn't afford to get, no, not, not Hampton. He slept on the streets in, in Norfolk, I, I want to say. Yeah. I can't remember. And anytime I fell asleep on the streets, it was my own fault. Correct. <laughs> Correct. He had no choice. You know what I'm saying? And that's you know, that's but that's right. the con- that's the context you know. in which I'm oh, I started viewing contrast, these books man. and just yes. seeing like, okay, there has been progression, but absolutely we can you know what it's been it leaps and bounds, but at the same time, it's it's it like my dad has always said something to me throughout life. It's not his own, I'm pretty sure everybody else has said it, but my dad always said same soup, different bowl. Right. Ooh. It's like the bowl has gotten much better. You know, it was hands. Then it went to paper. Then it went to styrofoam. Then it went to plastic. And now, you know, some of us are drinking out of, you know, silver bowls, gold bowls, antique china bowls. But it's still the same soup. They've taken what they wanted from it. And this is what's left in the bottom of the pot. And we still eating it. We eating it off of fancier dishes. And that's all it is. Uh, but at the same time, that context is needed, right? When it comes to trying to, you know, truly understand what you're going to leave behind. Like when we think of the legacy of, you know, a Booker T. Washington, a W.E.B. Du Bois, uh, a Frederick Douglass, the names still ring bells, but not not like they should. And then we think of the longevity of it. A lot of these people, you know, their life expectancy wasn't long in those times, right? Yeah. Booker T. Washington, you know, they it works. Yeah, because they 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 worked so hard. Booker T. Washington mm-hmm. literally died traveling. Like he said, take me back to Tuskegee so I can die at home because he was exhausted. Right? You know, so you think about and you look at a lot of a lot of people who uh, who move for a cause of longevity and a cause of legacy and who 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 are who are not of themselves who exactly. give freely of themselves and their youth gets taken away because they're so focused yeah, on the well, future and, and you know it, people say it gets taken away but it's just shaped you know everybody mm-hmm. has their own youth and they have their own experiences and they have their own glad path of maturity and different things are going to be expected of us based upon our different competencies and our different strengths and our different desires, you know? And so for some people, they just have some things that require laser-like focus from an early age. And they're able to maintain that because even from almost their infancy, their very being knows its purpose. Mm. And all they do is draw closer to it as time moves along. Then there's others of us like me (laughs) who can find something it's got it's shiny. It looks good. Oh, here we go. Distraction. Hey, and now when I see it, though, I, you know, my distraction becomes my focus. Unfortunately, this mm-hmm. is my this is my curse. Me admitting my things here. This is now my no, ET ET uh, Eric Thomas. He, he he mentioned it in one of his talks. He called it like shiny, shiny, shiny metal, something, something like that. Shiny oh, something where it's like you see your distraction and that becomes your focus now. Yeah. Um, I'm the same way. My wife has pointed out to me. She'd be like, you come up with an idea and you set on it. Like if I think I got a, an amazing restaurant idea, I'm yeah. going to spend the next two days really planning it out, whether I got the capital for it, the local, any, I'm just, you know, I get kind of laser focused on it, yeah. but you know, in terms of people like us, I think where it works is because we'll take and put a lot of pre-work into it yeah, and, and, and get that and put that down on paper 
And, you know, and then we go, you know, go off to something else that was more online or what we're doing. It's, and then we, you know, if we need to, we like, you know what? I thought about that, you know, a couple yeah. of months ago. Here we go. Let me check my, you know, let me check my roller yeah. decks of yeah, ideas. Like, like being creation is not just a, a smoothly continuous process. I wish it's it was. not finite either. It's yeah. not finite. No. And so for some people, it can be. And they can regiment things a little bit better than I can. Mm. But like for me, people, if you watch me, you might go crazy. Cause I'll look down, I'll type like four words and then I gotta get up and walk around. I gotta go to the bathroom. I need a glass of water. I need a cup of coffee. I need to sit down, go back. All right, mind, uh, talk to somebody. The, the mind yeah, has boom. to has to move. Right. And then next thing you know, I'll go and get something and somebody will say something as I'm walking to somewhere else. And then it'll trigger something. And I'll immediately turn around, go back to my keyboard there. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 10 pages, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the crazy way that I work. But if you know how you work, then you can structure your life in a in a way that you can still win. Right. And that's what we're talking about at the end of the day is like setting up winning ways for yourself. And so as man, as much as our conversation can <laughs> meander, yeah. the fact is longevity is about being organized enough um, and prioritizing yourself enough to provide for yourself, right? De- and recognizing that, that 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 provision is not just for you, but it's also what facilitates legacy. Because if you haven't provided for yourself, then everything, even if you're not in a position that you say, oh, I don't want you guys spending this money on me. The fact is, the money's going to be spent in order for you to qualify for a Medicaid bid, you have to be indigent. So your assets will be spent down. And then at that point, you can use the government assets. And then, <clears throat> I mean, that's just how it's designed. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to plan for that particular type of future? When you have assets, when you have the ability to try to hit some of these things off ahead of time. Right. Make sure that you have some type of long term care insurance, especially if it's easy to acquire through some group coverage at your job. Okay, fine. Once you get to a certain age, it makes sense to do it in, in many cases. And, and I, you know, I always encourage people because this is what a prudent professional does to talk to, a, you know, at the actual certified financial planner that can look at your situation. Ooh, did you hear it? <laughs> CFP. Certified financial <laughs> planner. You have to take tests, get certified in this. Yeah, because this ain't I, some fly by night operation, Dr. Ajamu Loving. Right. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say because when we talk about these things, it's always on the edu- on an educational level. When you see right. I'm never I'm careful to never say, Oh, this is what you do in right, this right, situation, right. because no, you need to look at your situation the same way a doctor yeah. has to evaluate each exactly. patient. You right? can't you there. can't prescribe everything for everybody. No. Like you can't like it's it's good to say, hey, everyone needs some form of protection. But there are people who aren't at the place to even begin to fathom that. So then their conversation has to be totally different and there cannot be there cannot really be a generic one-size-fit-all solution no. for when we're talking about these things, longevity exactly. and legacy and liquidity. It's not a one-size-fit-all. No. It's Everybody not. don't need an LLC. Everybody don't need a family business. No. Everybody doesn't need, you know, a million dollars in coverage. Um, right. But I think Some it comes down to one of those old school sayings. coverage of like just of a insurance sure policy. It's just like car insurance. That's just pure coverage that just, hey, right. for the next 20 years, if something happens to, to Limwell, then, you know, the money he that at least the house will be paid off and exactly. y'all will have a little bit of money to send the kids to school, that exactly. type of thing. Right. And, and, and all I want, you know, when I'm talking to people, especially through brethren and, and other things too, because everybody needs the just simple stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody needs to quit pretending because social media has the whole world pretending like 
everything is sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and it's there's a, no look, problems and everything. We always say comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah, you know, social man. media will have you thinking that you are not where you are supposed to be. And that is to the Bro. detriment of humanity because man. you look at and 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 and, it's, and, it's, and the other the other thing about it is you will see you we never see the dualities right. because social media will push the natural algorithm not even the technical algorithm the natural algorithm will say all right i'm seeing people who are doing this let me continue following and and, and looking and subscribing to more of this of what right. i want and let me delete these people who this you see people post all the time I'm, if you not talking about this, 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 and this, I'm going to get you off my timeline. And, you know, uh, you know, how do we, how do we get there, man? How do we get to the point? It, we, we get there because of division sales. And when we talk, so here's, here's what I think. I think we get there because we're short-sighted. Of course. We, as a we're very people, immediate instant gratification. Yeah. If you're not, so, if you're not, you know, big house, big car, flashy, flashy, flashy. I don't really want nothing to do with you. Even if I don't have it, I want to see it so that I get it because everybody is, oh, you know, what you see, that's what you get. But if you have not done any work, if you have not done any prep work, if you ain't, you ain't, you, if you haven't made something, have you, you have a, you have you educated have you yourself created. on what it what it takes to get there? You <laughs> just think as long as you just put posters on your wall, it's gonna manifest. Oh yeah, <laughs> nah. and you know what? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to come down on the idea. No, of course of not. Because positively it takes, reflecting it takes on something, that, though, but that's and, part of the and, work and right? making the mantra exactly. Ask, right. Believe and receive, but then faith without works is dead. Yeah, you not? go. You gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. If you, you, got you, you gotta do it. You have to. And that's it's not point. enough. Every now and again, you might just get what we consider. And what we will call a miracle, a right. full-on blessing, full-on right. blessing now. But then other than that, outside of that, you got to put in work. And most of the time when you get a blessing, let's be real, that blessing comes with a responsibility. That blessing probably and, and also so, came from somebody else who right. prayed for you because you ain't pray for yourself. Yeah. And so, so, now you know. you, and so even with that, that's more responsibility because it mm-hmm. wasn't you and and that's what and, and i think when you look at successful athletes when you when you look at successful anybody a lot of times it's not just all oh, their internal drive you see that maybe with golfers and tennis players because it's just them a lot but of even time. even then but when I, you start even they, then, they still they got, got a team coaches. they got their caddy, they, got they got their coaches they got all that that's true their, their, right. their thing is their, their, their biggest difference in terms of uh golf well golf is a little bit different because you got your caddy on the course with you uh but like explicitly in tennis remember serena got in the whole the they tried to create a whole thing because they thought that she was communicating yeah, with her coach. like you can't all. communicate at all yeah. Yeah. so you know there there are solo sports out here and life doesn't have to be one of them exactly. you can get a you can get an <laughs> ajamu loving in your life uh even if you can't afford you know the services of people like that you know, yeah, being savvy I, I got, enough I have to free courses on the internet right course. now that you can exactly <laughs> that we can put a link on there that you can go they ahead will and put the links in the description. And they can look at how to start their own digital business. Man. And that's like, that's the thing. And and I don't want to knock it, but I don't want to boost it. YouTube is great, but YouTube is a form of social media. Yeah. So what you can do is you can find reputable resources that are yeah. available for you. A lot of you know, advisors, planners will give you, you know, free consultations and just a basic introduction and have free information out there to tell you what's laid out for you. And I think that's the bigger conversation that needs to be put out is everybody is up, you know, at this, at this, you know, this pedestal level of, you know, you know, LLCs, company owners, I'm, you know, I got, I, I own all the businesses and I'm doing everything and everybody sees it and they strive to do this. Yeah. And it really is aiding to the longevity, but here's the caveat to it that I want you, that I want to hit on real quick before we get up out of here, doc is we so focused on the longevity of right now that we not even enjoying it. You know, people yeah. hustling and grinding to get the G wagons and the properties and all of that. And they don't even have the time to go sit at the property that they got. 50 Cent said it recently. 
uh, and Earthquake, the comedian. Earthquake, the comedian, was on uh, on Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp, and he said he had like a $3 million house, like three doors down for Jamie Foxx, and his ex-wife had bought everything. And he said he got to a point, he, he was like, nothing at nothing, he had not bought anything for himself. Everything was... She had bought it, you know, the, the house, everything, cars, all the flash was, she bought it. He didn't bought and buy nothing for himself. And uh, 50 Cent said, he, you know, the house he had, one of the first houses he had was so big, he didn't even want to go down one of the hallways. Who was the house really for? 50 bedrooms, 40 bedrooms, 30 bedrooms, you know, a house so big that people are living on one side of your house and you don't even know them. Yeah. I, think that I think that happened to somebody, I can't remember who it was, a celebrity house so big somebody was living in one wing of the house and they didn't even know it you know it's like it's amazing you how grind big. so hard to get so much flash that you know your longevity is put in jeopardy it's amazing how much a hole in the middle of your soul can suck out of your life mm. you know what i'm saying like the power that it can have the destructive power that it can have on your finances on your ability to think on your productivity on who you are sometimes as a person like it's it's amazing how it, you, you know why i think that and i truly think it is because i felt it before mm-hmm. um and my dad really 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 instilled it in me and i and i get it now uh, because my dad always, you know, at this point, the only thing that he hasn't done that he wants to do is uh, he wants to get an RV. Like, that's his thing, to get, like, okay. a RV. And, you know, the, 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 the I love how the old brothers just be like, dream. you know what I'm trying to do? We make right. it. We're going to travel in the grill. <laughs> but the, 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 the flip side of that is he watched his father, my grandfather, do it. But my grandfather did it a totally different way. My grandfather bought an old school bus, a Bluebird school bus, uh-huh. and gutted it out and, you know, converted it into an RV. Shower, two beds, kitchenette, dining table, all of that. A school bus. Like, we talking about an old school school bus. like something you'll do. And he, of course it will. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's great. Because I, I grew up my entire life, that school, that same bus was yeah, always man. in my backyard. It was always in our backyard See? at my grandmother's house. But okay. he did it, and he went deep-sea fishing, the Pensacola-Mobile area, all the time. He drove that. So okay. my dad grew up seeing that. So he realized, he, you know, that's 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 part of the longevity that aids into your legacy, where it's like, I know that travel is possible because my mother and father, you know, took us places every summer. Every summer, we went on trips, and that included going to museums and theme parks and all of the stuff. So... I know it's possible. So that's part of the longevity that feeds into a legacy where it's like, hey, whatever you want, your whatever you see in the legacy, you can do it now to make it more tangible and feasible for your legacy. Right. And it doesn't have to, you know, live, you can live life in the moment yes. and not, you know, fall off schedule or fall off track. And I think we really get caught up in that because of the grind and the hustle mentality where it's like, okay, if I want to make sure my kids straight, I'm going to work 70 hours a week, you know, yeah, where yeah. it's like, I'm just grinding, grinding, grinding. And, and hustle, you have hustle, to hustle. ask yourself, is what is it I'm worth doing? it? it, it Let it, me it work is, it. I and, put and, my game down, flip it and reverse <laughs> it. And, and is what I'm doing. And am I actually doing what I think I'm doing? Mm. Right. Because what you think you're doing Am is I creating, a uh, you Am think I you you think that you are creating a better environment for your kid, but now you are creating an environment where they have a parent who is absolutely exhausted. That parent has no exhausted real or either energy. absent or both. Yeah, they don't have the energy to interact with a child in a way that they could impart that positivity and um, hard work ethic that they have because they are working so hard that they can't be present in the child's life. And now let's be honest, that delays your legacy because if they inherit, if they inherit that behavior, now they workaholics and their children may be workaholics. Unless, you know, that bright light bulb pops up in the next one or two generations. Right, says, somebody I don't will. have to do this. You, you don't come up with a work smart, not hard kid that's going to get it. You know, right. start to use the tools around a bit. Like, why why lose the, the opportunity that you have to actually enjoy your life 
leverage the tools around you, get better so that you can be what it is you want to be and, and have fun while you're doing it. Like that right there, that's what life is about. And that's what most people want. If they're honest, they want to be able to do what it is that they feel like they've been put here to do. And they want to be appreciated for it. And they want to be paid for it. And they want to be able to live comfortably having done it. Right. That's what most people want in their life. And so when you start thinking about how you uh, make provision for that, it's about understanding all of the cash flows that make that work. And it doesn't sound glamorous because it isn't. It's just flat out ridiculously boring. Arithmetic. It's a little. It's that. It's that meme where the guy got the got the numbers floating around his head, just counting his fingers and everything. It's, it's a bunch of numbers, and if if you don't enjoy that, it's yeah. not an enjoyable experience. But right, it's a, but the, it is necessary. And, and the great thing about it is that there are professionals who can who can help you, and like, and the about, good ones are going like to talk CFPs. to you about peace. Who are going to talk to you precisely about what it is you want to accomplish? And they're going to talk to about talk to you about all the resources that you have and they're going to talk to you about what it is they do and they're going to talk to you about how it is they get paid and they're going to talk to you about um the tools that you're going to use to go where you want to go and then they're going to talk to you about how you actually make it happen and they're going to talk to you about how they're going to talk to you in the future like that right there's a lot of communication but that's what's required to do a good job when we're talking about your financial future time is money and that's that it is, that's and it, and it doesn't that's stop. what it is it doesn't stop yeah that's so what it is and, constant and, and, and communication cool. about your time and your money is a necessary thing in order to you know to keep the to keep the stool stable and let's see, just call it what it is to keep the stool stable the three-legged yeah. stool of liquidity longevity and legacy constant communication is going to be it and what's what's wild is um you know throughout year you know i've been a couple of years in marriage and just having you know different relationships uh intimate relationships friend friend friendship relationships business relationships uh associate just relationships in general and anytime you're dealing with people you right this is this is a human experience whenever you're dealing with people is truly understanding the power of constant and consistent and concise uh, communication. Yeah. Like it it is a thing. And I think naturally as you know, a, a good portion of us are very relaxed in that, right? Like communication is not everybody's forte. Communication is not everybody's, you know, thing, but everybody um, does it. But it, but it, but I think that's one of those things where we yeah. have to start putting it into the category of it's a necessary sacrifice. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time, like everybody I know, I tell them, I, you know, at some point I'll be like, y'all know I'm shy, right? I don't really, I don't really, you know, I don't like public places. I don't like being in large crowds. I don't be in large groups. But if I know you, I have no inhibitions, really, you know, like me and you talk very freely with each other often. You know, if I'm in a room with DJ, we having a ball, you know, like it's, it's, you know, it's a level of comfort that comes, but you only get that through communication. Yeah, Like if I don't constantly communicate with you, I will never feel comfortable with you. So obviously it's the same, it's the same, it's the same scenario of you walk into a bar, right? A man is sitting at the at the bar. You sit down next to him, and some kind of way a conversation sparks up. And as that conversation and the communication progresses, the comfort level and the barriers naturally decrease. Yeah. Unless somebody says something that's off the wall, yeah. it goes it goes where it goes, and it's a natural flow because yeah. conversation is part of the liquidity. I'm just teeing up the next conversation, Doc. Whenever it comes, because the way it's looking. We might only do three episodes this season, and that's fine. We're going to have plenty of filler in the middle. But if we're doing it how we're doing it right now, the three L's, the the stool, will be Mm -hmm. very stable for those in terms of concept. And hopefully, they're able to take that concept 
and put it into practice and tangibility. Is that a word? I don't know if it's no, if tangibility it is. is a word, man. But I, I, no, I seriously love uh, where this is going. I think that uh, we. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, it's something interesting. Like, we all have different en- energies. And so when it's just you and Destrian, sometimes it's like, okay. And then when it's all three of us, obviously it's our, our full different Voltron energy that it is. And then when it's the two of us, I don't know, man. It's a, it's, I feel like hey, there should hey, be some outcasts playing hey, in the for, background, look, look, but I don't know, know where you're getting at. I feel like I put some extra gravy on when my it's voice. Just, when it's yeah, just me and you. Gravy. It's almost like I'm from, from New Orleans. When it's just me and you, it's very, it's very <laughs> yeah, mellow. That's what it is, bro. And not to say that DJ is rambunctious. No, man, it's, you know what it is? It's DJ's, DJ's it's voice is very powerful. <laughs> DJ's no, <laughs> it might be this. DJ's voice is powerful and it cuts through. Yeah, it does. You and I, you have a very Lenny Green, uh, quiet storm voice, and we've oh. said that before on this platform. Where it is Doc, you are soothing, whereas I want you to teach people financial uh, well being, like as a bedtime story. You are the LeVar Burton. A financial planning, and I'm saying oh, it right here, right now. Your voice is soothing to people where you can say, What? Open your 401k. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been, look, I've been giving you time, but I hey, got man. to be the first one to say it. Okay. People over things. Over people over things. That's that's true, man. I need to say that, and I need to look, apparently look, look, say it in my the, LeVar For the Bird first time ever, I'm the first one to say it. You I'm, know the what? First, I'm the first person besides you to say it first on the episode ever. You realize that because you know what we live with so always much of it. We, you know what we live with so much of it that I, you know what I mean. Look, it was it, it. it was always insinuated. But you know what? Yeah, I would be rem- I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge my stepfather, one Reverend Doctor Eddie Linwood Knox Jr., who was the man who instituted the people are more important than things in our household and life. And anytime we had arguments, the time that my sister Val cracked the egg over my head because <laughs> I had stacked all of the eggs in the refrigerator and then she upped the refrigerator and the egg fell out. And then she was like, that's your fault for stacking them like that. And I was like, that's your fault for slamming the refrigerator all open like a gorilla. And I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> She's like, I'll take this egg and crack it on your head. I I, I gotta get this out, my brother. I said, said, you you ain't gonna crack nothing on my head. But she was was right. She did crack it on my head. And then my my stepfather was like, wash it out. And so then like, like wait, no, Black man, listen to this. Let me let me tell you about the, <laughs> the near waterboarding incident. Because he said, now you're going to wash it out of his head. So you're going to take a person to just crack the egg on my head and tell them to hold my face underwater <laughs> like this t- as, a, as a punishment for them? This is, I love this man, but I'm just saying his judgment on this particular case was questionable at best. Right, because she was looking way too happy at the prospect to hold my head at the bottom. I was like, "No, I'm gonna go ahead and wash it out of my own head." But he always said at that moment and other moments when we went and got into it, he said, "People are more important than things." You got to take care of each other. You got to love each other. You got to pray with each other. You got to pray for each other. And he would pray with us and do so constantly. And that type of thing trains your spirit and 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 that's and that's useful for just living in general and making it through whatever whatever is going to come through life and try to kneecap you and beat you down which is what it happens you know what i mean but you gotta you gotta have some resiliency 
And so you got to be able to turn to something. And that's why we're here to give you one more additional thing to turn to, to show you that we love you, that we're going to put something out here that you can use, that you can use to feed your soul and feel a little bit of good when everything might not be going great. And we're going to put that, we're going to put that salt on your grits with the cheddar cheese if that's what you like. And you know what? We you like sugar. Put the, I'm going to put like the sugar it. on it. You know what? If you want, look, you know what? Look, if you want sugar, baby, we'll put it on there. Yeah, I'm going to treat you like a grandma. I'm a baby. You go on here. You can, we can put some sugar on that now. We're going to look at you. We're going to look at you a little Yeah, man, but... no, she ain't quite right. That's all right, but that's okay. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna go in here and let you put that sugar on there. You can put the maple oh, yeah. syrup. We'll put the the K row on it. Do whatever you want to Yikes. with it. Oh, with the grits. My yeah. Now that's my point. Is like, hey, we love y'all and thank you for making us get on up and get off our elbows and get out here and talk to you. And we're gonna make sure we do more of that. Truth, 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 truth. Truth has never been spoken more truer than. Now, I don't know. I sound like there's some Shakespeare, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate you, Doc, for taking this ride with me. I appreciate for you know everybody who who, who holds and has held us accountable to this point. Um, like we said, we we can admit that we probably did get caught up in a little bit of the legacy at this point. You know, probably got caught up in a little bit of the longevity too. Um, and snap back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. There you go. You know? um, so it is what it is, and we appreciate. We got to pull that liquid. Hey, it, 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 <laughs> the car don't run without gas. And guess what? If you ain't got no oil, it still ain't gonna run. So it's mm-hmm. several fluids that take it. The fluid will make you do it. That's what they told hey, me. Man, and when ago. the car don't run, it ain't no fun. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody right. get no ride. That's right, uh, man. We we going in the full jive mode up in here. Full jive mode. Let me, me do it. I show them. Let how the turkeys tell the chickens how to fly. And neither That's one right, of them got man. a dog in the fight. And ain't no gravy till the navy get wavy. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What does that mean? As you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, we have just stepped into super fly. <laughs> What What's crazy is I watched <laughs> I watched that movie last night. So um the talk is the talk is heavy on my heart. Um, oh man, brother, I enjoy I will, talking to you. This has always, been quite the always, evening. Always. Thank thank you and thank y'all for listening. The beautiful part about this whole conversation is we would have that without recording and we hit record because Doc said you need to hit record at some point. That's right. the honest truth. Uh, the only thing is, you know, obviously. Typically, uh, you know, you, 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 I, and Destry and get on and we'll, we'll, we'll drive about business for a while, you know, you know, personal business in terms of the holding company and uh, dealings with each other's corporately and non-corporately and, you know, and then, but you know, it flows over because it all applies. Um, so hopefully from this conversation, like we said at the beginning, uh, bread was baked and crumbs will drop. Uh, it's not a one size all fits uh, solution. Uh, wherever you are, Acknowledge where you are. Uh, it's something I've been saying recently to uh, to my constituents and my colleagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said at the beginning, we are in a season of power. Yeah. Uh, but I want everybody to acknowledge where you are. Uh, we get really caught up in, like we said, you you focus on the the legacy part of the of the of the L's, uh, and you also get caught up, you know, the legacy part. If it's a balance, and the 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 takeaway is. Have your balance in it where you, you, you know, you, you do a little bit of longevity, but you got to live. You yeah, got to right. also acknowledge from henceforth where you've come. Where were you at 20? Where were live. you at 30? Where are you at now? And if you below those numbers, hey, look, look, look further back. You know, yeah. if we if we're going to talk about the adult conversation, quote unquote, we in America, Check from when you was 18 and keep moving closer to where you at now. Yeah, man. I, you know, I I dare to say, I promise you there's progress because oh, you can yeah. find it in everywhere. You know, yeah, man, even if, even if the account balances didn't move, hey. your knowledge about what what it is you should shouldn't do has typically grown. Exactly. Unless you, now you know, unless, 
And yeah, and that's the thing. I think that so many times it can feel overwhelming and you can allow the fact that you feel overwhelmed to continue to put you in situations where you are continuously overwhelmed because you never handle anything. You don't get stronger until you start handling stuff. You got to start with the bar when you're doing bench presses. At least that's how I started when I was about 12, 45-pound bar. And then you start putting weights on it. Eventually, you work all the way up to having one whole 45-pound weight on each side. And you feel like it's, you're the strongest man in the world when you lift 135 pounds at the age you see of a man pulling up, Then you see a man and a woman pulling up 600, bench pressing or deadlifting. This is my and point. Then you, and then you compare yourself. And now yeah, you man. think you're not adequate. You've done nothing. You've done and nothing. You're like, huh? And that's ridiculous because that was probably one of the biggest triumphs of my life at that time. And it kept me and it keeps me still engaged in the idea and the activity of lifting weights and building up my musculature in order to feel comfortable in life. And my point is that positivity it comes from cultivating habits that are likely to lead to real productive outcomes for you, right? And so it's what it is. It's about what you do. Yeah, what you reflect on matters and all the rest of these things because it is likely to impact what you do. And at the end of the day, this is about talking with you about the things that you organize your life around so that you can do what it is that you say you want to do. You want to leave a legacy, then you have to plan for the longevity that you need for yourself so that you can also plan for somebody else because you have to put your mask on first, just as we talked about with the applying metaphor. And so that, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, is how uh, you become a speaker who gets compensated to do the things that he does because he literally he literally just did what you know what 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 comedians and that's what they do you make a you make a joke in the beginning and then you come bring it back you make it all you wrap it all up doc just did that for you quick quick real quick he made the analogy earlier and just brought it all full circle 360 tangibility as we calling it right now where uh i appreciate you doc yeah brother i appreciate i appreciate i appreciate doc for not charging me the (laughs) exorbitant amount of money that he could charge me to be on here doc could be charging me dr oz type numbers to be on here and giving real information that's not that's a slash right, nobody. Man. Once I find out all the secrets that Dr. Oz and Dr. Sebi and all the rest of these doctors been hiding, and we can have eternal life, I'm gonna make sure I give it to everybody. Doc, go, doc, go be out here telling you. Doc is gonna be the new. I'm gonna wizard. tell. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell Oprah. And once we tell, once I tell Oprah, it's over. With, you know, we be on the right. favorite things. We list. in the book club, and we're gonna be on the Christmas and the Christmas catalog. It's over with. We in the book. Club Look at me, man! I already got things. this white beard. I am built for the Oprah Christmas catalog. The Black Come Santa on, Claus. Look, Look at me, Harold Melvin and the Blue Nose said, "If you don't know me by now, you will never, <laughs> never, never know me." Man, we better close this thing down. No, we will. We will. We will. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now because you made your point. You you brought it full circle, and I appreciate it. Like I said, I, I appreciate you for taking me this journey, taking Amen. this journey with me. Brother, um, shout out to uh, Brother Destrian Wells, who couldn't be with us today. Because man, we love family, you, bro. Family, family calls, you know, and, and it's a real thing. It's a real thing, and sure. that's one of the things that we vowed and I vowed to make sure that we kept whole, well, this wouldn't become a job for us. This wouldn't become a task for us. This wouldn't become a hindrance. This would be something that we thoroughly, continuously, longevitively add them syllables, <laughs> brother. Add those. <laughs> we will always enjoy this. Uh, because it's just a genuine conversation between friends, business colleagues, associates, and all of the like. Um, and I appreciate uh, each one of you for always maintaining that, maintaining that, uh, that integrity. Um, so with that being said, 
this has been the Brethren Podcast. Uh, I think episode two of season six. We talked about longevity. Uh, please go back and listen to episode one. Eventually, we'll do episode three. Our seasons have no uh, limits. It could be anytime. Our episodes have no limits. We could pop in on Thursday. Right. We might drop episode three tomorrow. <laughs> fool around, be right after Bible study. Hey, if hey, look. And if I Doc, might wear a hat, too. If Doc comes up for June Another 11th, I, man, we end up I, all at Belmont together. Who, buddy? Hey, brother, wait <laughs> Y'all till I get, get a live episode from a horse wait, race with suit on. Wait till I get my church fan. It's going to be, it's gonna, it's gonna be <laughs> tremendous. I'm coming out there with the heavy church fan. Hey, listen. I'm doing my thing, brother. Make sure you are following us on okay. all of our individual and collective social medias. You can find Dr. Ajamu Loving at Dr. Ajamu Loving on Instagram. Find him at Dr. Ajamu Loving. Loving on money and you on Facebook. But if you find Instagram, you can find it all. Uh, you can find Destry Wells at dwellsconsulting.com you can find them on instagram at empower engage execute you can find me aj at uh 248mmbb on instagram if you can find it you can find everything else i don't know why we're really going to instagram i think it's because the video portions but you can find the brethren podcast on facebook at brethren podcast series remember this brethren spelled bread b-r-e-a-d-r-e-n because we're always talking about our bread and we're always getting bread um but hopefully this episode has been helpful if not helpful, hopefully it's been happy. It's brought you a little bit of joy. It's brought a smile to your face. And hopefully your day one dreary. So I just gave you an extra smile to give you an extra life in the game of life. Uh, AJ Wilson and Dr. Jumbo Loving, PhD, CFP, those letters mean something. We'll catch you on the next time. We love y'all and there's nothing you can do about it. Peace. Vision.